everybody welcome back to dice saga lore i'm going to continue a little bit of the history of the dwarves uh and the first age and uh just let y'all know we are moving forward with our show it is uh it's getting better we're trying to better some things um the first episode of our slightly newer format since we've got a little more time to play now we can play more regularly we're trying to do uh, a much more well-organized show than before. Uh, that should be coming out uh, next week. Uh, we took a week off uh, to gather some things together, get some stuff done, and work on some things. And then we are jumping right in with the new format. And hopefully you all enjoy it as much as we did. Um, I like being able to play more often and actually have a more set game. Um, also... Since we got through a lot of the RP um, in the earlier episodes, there is still, of course, some RP, and there will be episodes that are RP-heavy or all RP, but it won't be as ton of RP like it was before, where you have episode after episode of RP, because we're trying to, as I, as I write this game, um, I'm trying to format it in a way that has options for RP, for combat, for and all of those things, and that way we can have a better game night flow uh, with with more action and stuff, but also further this story that um, that I've put out. And so with a single player, it's really difficult. <clears throat> and if anyone's ever DM'd a game, they know that you've got five players at the table. Sometimes it can be hard because you have a whole lot of differing opinions and stuff, but the thing that multiple players give you as a DM, is the ability to come up with a consensus. When you have just one player, and you put all the options before them, they have to come up with that on their own. They have to decide on their own what they're going to do next. And sometimes that leads them into a string of RP, or that leads them into this. And if I were the type of game master that railroaded my players then it wouldn't be. They would just play whatever I want them to play, and so on. But I want my players to be able to play whatever they want to play. So what we talked about, because it is very difficult to, to uh, keep a game flowing with a single player in the sense of if you don't make these choices, you'll just end up in a RP after RP after RP and no, no combat ever, is that I'm going to start writing basically episodes of a show that have multiple endings and that way the players decisions still matter as to how we get to where we're going but it is still slightly guided um and so instead of being on rails it'll be like a like a guided thing like you don't have to go down here but this is the preferred path if you don't go down there you can still end up over there at some point in the future. But wherever, whatever path you pick is going to still have those couple of options. So like if you decide, mm, I don't want to chase that, that cult down right now. I'd rather go over here. Okay. Over here still has options of things like combat and RP and politics and all of those things. But it's just whatever outcome you choose 
Um, kind of like the old choose your own adventure books. Um, I've kind of tried to design it closer to that. And then I still have some random stuff on the board just in case he decides to go completely off, off the rails. And that's fine. That's fine if he does, because I want him to have the game that he wants to play. And I think any good game master does. Um, all that being said, I really hope you guys like the new format. Um, our first episode is coming out. We're going to change up our our theme music um, we're going to put it in a little more a little more actual high production uh, than we used to do um, and we're trying to schedule uh, as best we can to where we don't have the kids at home sometimes that's just not possible um, but if we can we're gonna play without the kids running around um, and so hopefully that helps a little bit as well I know that in the background they get loud um, but anyone who has kids knows this. So we are trying to schedule without the kids around to give a little bit more of a professional experience and everything, and hopefully everyone enjoys. And all that being said, here's the lore segment for this week, and it is called The Dwarfs and the First Age. The city of Hammerfall stood for a thousand years before any real threat came to test it. My people built the strongest walls in all of Midgard. We repelled all who came to test them. We repelled the orcs and pushed them to the sea. We repelled the humans when they thought too high of themselves. All that was for naught when the Lich came. Not to say the walls fail, mind you. But the enemy kept flowing like water. We banded together with the humans and even the orcs when it became bleak. The lich meant to take the world, all of it. But he came to my doorstep because we were the strongest. So we fought for the world. The problem with an enemy like the dead is that you do not entreat with them. Death comes for us all equally, and we must face it on our own way. I was not ready to face mine, nor were my people, so we fought. In the sixteenth year of the fighting, the outer wall was breached, and I recognized the need for more allies. I sent my grandson, Cragton, a formidable general and a mighty warrior far to the south to seek out a rumored temple to the gods. On his way to the temple lie the land of the elves, and I made him parley with them for support. The cowards clung to their trees and left the rest of the world to do their dirty work. It was this moment that I sought death to every elf who ever crossed my border. We would never recover a friendship from this if they could not protect the world. Then what good were they? Cragton's journey was not in vain. He did find the temple and within it a shocking surprise. An old friend 